0: Welcome to issue 47 of Tomcast Popcast, aka the Popcast Popcast. <laughs> We're just Popcast. We're a proud member of the 3BZ Network. My name is Tom, and uh, in case you can't tell, my voice is still shit. <laughs> so that's great news, but I brought in some backup to help me out with help carry the load today. Yes. And that is none other than the indefatigable Roger Smith. <laughs> I'm here to carry some load. He's X Omega Gold on Twitter and Instagram. And if you're into that social media game, you can follow us, too. And we are at TomCast underscore PopCast on Twitter and at Tomcast underscore PopCast on Instagram. And if you're feeling like it, head over to Patreon.com slash TomCastPopCast and become a member of Pophead Nation. Yes. in case
1: you can't tell from the sounds,
0: we're out in the world
1: today. Yeah, it's crazy. They let us out of our cage.
0: Yeah, you know, I, I needed to stretch <laughs> my legs a bit. Needed to, needed to get out, see the world, Yeah, uh, a visit with the people, as it, as it is. And uh, uh, so we are at uh, my neighborhood brewery. We are at Deaf wow. Brewing. Mm-hmm. here in the Linda Vista Bay Park area of San Diego. So you hear the music in the background. You may actually hear, actually hear uh, the brewing process happening, too, because they are making... Uh, their Belgian triple today. They're brewing their Belgian triple.
1: Ooh, sounds good. uh,
0: So yeah, if you hear some some fun sounds that uh, you don't normally associate with a pop culture podcast, it's because we are in a live functioning brewery today. Alright. And right now we have, uh, I think it's Peter Gabriel providing some background music for us.
1: That's always a plus. We'll see if he
0: sues us for putting this on a podcast. (laughs) Without his permission.
1: Yeah, don't listen too carefully. But
0: we are the TomCast podcast, so we do what we want to do.
1: That's what we do. And
0: remember, this is the Pop Culture Podcast, and it was c 3 C-3PO made us cry watching the trailer, so fuck that guy. Stupid human-cyborg relations. Get out of my face. All right, let's dive into some news. Let's start with the biggest news in the history of mankind. Roger got engaged. What? Yes, I did. Congratulations, buddy. Thank you, sir.
1: Yeah, no, it uh, happened... Uh just recently and uh, if you guys are following me on the gram you'd see the pic and uh, that's kind of where I announced it so you know incentive to follow me big things happen it's kind of cool <laughs> but uh, yeah you know it was cool uh, long time coming and finally got got that done you know did she put up with you long enough like she put in the time yeah yeah definitely it was it was uh definitely something I had to make up for, so I'm like, you know what? Let's uh, let's make this official. Yeah, I think I think that's fair. Yeah. I think that's definitely
0: fair. Yeah. Uh, now, t- now to the news on a smaller scale.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, Monday Night Football mm-hmm. during Monday Night Football, which seems to be Disney's go-to move now.
1: Yeah, interesting. Uh, Monday enough. Night
0: Football released a Star Wars trailer. Yes. And they did it again for Episode Nine: The Rise of
1: Skywalker. The yep. new
0: trailer's out. Did you bask in its glory multiple times as I did?
1: <laughs> oh yeah, I saw it a few times. Uh, you know, you actually were the one that told me, "Watch the trailer now," and I'm like, "I'm on it." <laughs> I pull it up on screen and crank the speakers and get into that. So, what did you think? What did you think? What are kind of your thoughts? <clears throat> you know, I really liked all the uh, all the references to the ships and stuff. There were like glimpses of the Y wing and the B wing, which is my personal favorite ship, and just like a lot of cool like. Uh, just the scenery of the ships was really cool um, you like that B-Wing huh yeah B-Wing was always my favorite you know I that know gyroscopic cockpit yeah yeah it was kind of cool to me as a kid I remember I had the little, uh, little ship you know little you remember the old ones oh, yeah, I, I don't yeah, even yeah. remember who made them Kenner was it Kenner it was Kenner even even later on, I don't know.
0: I think it's still Kenner. Is it? Well, I think I think Mattel might now yeah. still own, might own Kenner, but Kenner's still Kenner.
1: Oh okay, I got it. So yeah, I remember I had that little B wing, and that was like my prized possession. That one and my little Tie Fighter to go along with it. But yeah, no, the trailer was it was interesting. Um, definitely like a lot of stuff. I mean, there was a lot of callbacks to what we had seen in the prior trailer. So like you know, there was a lot of scenes where it's like, okay, here's a little bit more from this area. Here's a little bit more from this area. And a lot of Ray running. Yeah, Ray <laughs> running. A lot of uh, strong striking imagery.
0: Yeah. You know, we have uh, Ray uh, looks like training on a jungle planet. Yeah, then obviously we have the big, the big water battle with the, the sub- half-submerged uh, Death Star remains.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, Palpatine still talking
1: in the background. We don't yeah. actually see Palpatine.
2: We
0: see a throne. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, we see a throne. We maybe catch a side glimpse of a cloak type thing. Right, right, right. And that's about all we get. We get Star
0: Destroyers rising from like a icy, watery grave kind of situation.
1: It looks pretty badass. Yeah, Um, I, I, I,
0: I think they, it definitely appears they've turned this one up to 11. Yeah, for sure. Um... And you, yeah. You know, again, I mentioned it in the in the in the in the introduction. You uh, get that that C C3, three three PO moment. Where you're like, mm-hmm. "Fuck you, C three PO." As you know, you know, because the, they're they're this like the end of the saga. Like this yeah. is, uh, you know, Now, granted, the end of the saga to Disney probably means one thing. Yeah, as <laughs> compared no, to true. what it means to. Uh, fans and everything like that. The end of the Skywalker saga. End of the Skywalker guess, yeah. saga, yeah. I mean, we already know there's another trilogy coming.
1: At least, yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, but not to undersell it, I mean, that, that's pretty epic. I mean... Sure. This is something that's, that's spanned easily my lifetime and most of your lifetime.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And, um... Yeah, goddamn that c through view that's all we got to say about that that motherfucker
2: yeah, yeah sure. uh,
0: Kylo's badass it looks, looks like he's he looks like he's still having a bit of an identity crisis though because I mean yeah those, those first trailers you know they really show him putting the mask back together get, kind of getting back on his helmeted regime um, and then, then
1: he has it off then he has it off in the water
0: battle but you know, but then he
1: has it on in another scene yeah, yeah and then it looks like he's about to take it off uh, yeah, for, yeah.
0: Oh, I don't know I'm not gonna we, we still don't get any, <laughs> any more um, reveals of, of the Knights of Wren. No. They're still keeping that close to the vest?
1: Which might have been my only disappointment. I was kind of waiting at the end for another glimpse like they did in the previous trailer where Mm -hmm. they had the dark ray, you know? Yeah. I kind of wanted a little some glimpse of something ominous and foreboding, but no, they kind of kept it safe with this one and just ended it on the, you know, title.
0: Yeah, I I think the teaser... I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I think this trailer keeps kind of like the, the... it's in the same vein as all the other trailers for the Star Wars saga since, since they re- relaunched everything, you know, from Force Awakens to Onward, yeah. The Last Jedi. I mean, they're all kind of just, like, snippets of things with no context. Yeah. But it's just enough to get you, like, oh, my God, I want to see that. Oh, my God, I want to see that. Oh, my God, I want to see that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. And I mean, it's great. Don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm 100% pumped, 100% behind it. Oh,
1: yeah. They, they already got my ticket. Like. Did,
0: oh, That was the next question. Did you buy your ticket?
1: Well... Technically not yet, but I'm, you know, as soon as I can, south of the border, because that's where I'm going to be watching it. But uh, yeah, it's going to be, it's definitely going to be one I'm watching opening day if possible.
0: I will be at uh, the Arclight Cinemas in La Jolla. Oh, very nice. Uh, I, th- I think for the nine o'clock show.
1: Okay. A bit o'clock. later than
0: I would have liked, but uh, uh, I, th- I trusted my friend to buy the tickets, which huge mistake, but it'll work out just fine. Yeah. You know, I just can't go on my phone for two hours. <laughs> you know, once, once the first screening starts, uh, I can't go on my yeah. phone. Uh, that's,
1: sure. that's done. So they're starting it that early, the day prior, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. It, it's funny too because I, uh, you know, once I knew the tickets were going on sale, I had mm-hmm. to uh, text my wife because I was like, something about this date sounds familiar. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I knew the, re- you know, I knew the release date, but I, it, I didn't connect the dots. I was like, oh yeah, they're gonna actually release it like the night before. Yeah. And the night before, I was like, oh wait, there's something happening, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh balls. <laughs> so I, I, I texted, I sent a nice text to my wife. I was like, hey. When is it your mother arrives from Phoenix at the airport? <laughs> and she got a like, I, I got a response of like, why? I was like, oh, just curious. <laughs> uh, but it's gonna work out just fine. Oh, well, she she arrives at like three o'clock. At yeah, okay. that's easy. Plenty pizza. of time. Plenty of time. <laughs> no stress whatsoever. That's good. Oh man. But yeah. Uh, so Star Wars kind of inserted itself into our news today. But we had sure. talk about Star Wars because I, I suspect because. You know, this show's a little over a year old, Mm -hmm. uh, but we're finally, for the first time, going to get to talk about a Star Wars movie when it comes out.
1: Yeah, that's true. You know,
0: we we, we kind of were just on the the periphery when Solo was released. Yeah. Um, But now we're going to be able to be like, hey, (laughs) we saw this, let's talk about this, let's get into it. So that's exciting. I'm looking forward to that episode, and yeah, that'll be coming be fun. Uh, right after it comes out. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna drag Roger over oh, at yeah. midnight, and we're gonna talk about Star Wars for four hours. Yeah, it's gonna Get be a sleepy a, podcast. Yeah, <laughs> no, not that sleepy. I'm gonna be pumped up, <laughs> adrenaline, so much adrenaline, or tears, maybe. Maybe I'll just be sobbing. Yeah, maybe a lot. both. I don't know.
1: We might be drained. I mean,
0: there's a lot, there's a lot riding on this one. To be honest with you, it's I mean, true. Uh, you know, the the, the the last film was so divisive mm-hmm. amongst the fans sure. that that. You know what is JJ going to do here? Uh, Does does he run the risk of of embracing Ryan Johnson's story, or does he run the risk of of retconning it and alienating people who did like it? I mean,
1: it's 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 a tough spot to be in for sure. There's
0: there's a lot to to see how this all shakes out.
1: I think it's definitely it's got to be a three-hour movie, right? Like, there's no they, way. They, they
0: didn't announce the runtime. When the tickets went on sale, Fandango had the runtime posted. Okay. And it's clocked in right now at two hours and 35 minutes. Oh,
1: wow. Okay. So it is
0: the longest of the Star Wars films thus far, uh, but only by three or four minutes. Sure.
1: Yeah, I thought they were going to go full end game and just make that as long as possible. I wouldn't have been mad about that. No, I, I think at this point people would have been okay with it. Right, right, especially right. Especially if they're trying to, you know. "Quote unquote," fix all the issues that people had with the last one. You well, know? and a- again, I think it's a huge waste of time. Yeah, I'd rather they just roll with it, you know, and, and, and uh, let the past die, if you will.
0: Right. I just feel like you're gonna <laughs> wait, if you're if you're going to retcon stuff, you're going to waste a lot of time over explaining things, and I, sure. I don't want to do that. But maybe they do it in a way that it, it's not bad if they end up doing that, or maybe they they recontextualize what was ex- what was given to us in the last film. Sure. So it, it has a new light on it. I don't know. Yeah. I don't, want to, I don't want to speculate too much because that's yeah, just a huge waste know. of everybody's time. Because we don't know. Yeah, we I, don't know. I, I wasn't on the set. Were you on the set? No, not yeah. the whole time. I, I, my my uh, Gmail <laughs> invite got lost in the mail, I guess.
1: Oh, yeah. I told him to forward it again,
0: but you know. <laughs> um, Roger, as I mentioned before, we are at uh, my, my, one of my favorite local neighborhood breweries. We are at Deft Brewing in San Diego, California. Yeah. The Linda Vista Bay Park area. This is your first visit.
1: Yeah, first time here, and uh, I really like the spot. I'm digging I mean, it. You, you,
0: you basically walked in and I made you record. So you haven't actually really <laughs> soaked it in just yet. But uh, what, what beer did you grab for people? What, what, tell people what you're drinking.
1: Let's see. I got the Austere Abbott, which is a Belgian single. It's uh, running 4%. I'm looking at the sign right now, so my yeah, voice sounds weird. Uh, yeah, no, it's a really, really solid Belgian. Um, I'm a very huge Belgian fan. That's, mm-hmm. like, the first mm-hmm. style that got me into beer, basically, you know. Um, and this is a great representation of the style. Um, Definitely would recommend. I, uh, if, you, if you decide to,
0: to kind of stay in that vein mm-hmm. uh, for your next go-around, the Golden Mule is really nice, too. It's a nice Ooh. gold nail with lime and ginger. Sounds good. Which is lovely on a fucking hot day like today in San Diego. Yeah,
1: it's, it's October, like, the summer's got to let go. Oh,
0: man. The, you know, if, if for anybody on the East Coast listening, we have these things called the Santa Anas. Oh, yeah. And they're fucking horrendous. They ruin everything.
1: Yeah, they really do. We had a nice beginning to fall this year where we mm. were like, oh, wow, it just became fall in an instant. And then that went away. It did.
0: <laughs> it did. I hope it, I hope it shows up soon. I, I like wearing sweatshirts and hoodies. Same. So it'd be nice yeah. to get back to that. Right now, I'm, I'm basically wearing a, a thong. <laughs>
1: That's yeah, a little awkward at the at the brewery but you know people are letting it slide so no, it's nice. They know me here. Yeah.
0: But this is the kind of heat where it's like your taint sweat has its own sweat. <laughs> bullets on bullets. It's duck bullet. butter squared. <laughs> just for just to kind of, you know, here there's a picture for you folks. Bad case of the mud butt. <laughs> and uh for myself I'm drinking uh what do, I, what do I got? I got, I got the, the, deft doubles, the Double Deft Secret, which is their Shtick Alt Beer. Ooh. Which, on a hot daily day, may not have been the best choice, but <laughs> it's so fucking good that I don't care. Yeah, yeah. I'll get something lighter later. Sure. This There's plenty of time for it. A nice 8.7 Ooh, nice. on the FM dial. I'm
1: going to have to have two of these to catch up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I did ride my bike, so.
1: Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> Roger, some
0: other news happened. Yeah. Can you believe it? Even more. We have to go back a little bit. This news is from last week. Okay. And uh, it's 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 Batman related. Can you believe it? There's Batman the in the news Batman? again. The Batman. <laughs> Casting has been going on. Things are happening. They just cast Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman. Yeah. In the new Matt Reeves directed Bat- The Batman, <laughs> uh, starring Robert Pattinson as The Batman. <laughs> and uh, uh, apparently we also have a Riddler. Uh, and it's luckily not Jonah Hill,
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> which I'm I'm extremely relieved by. Uh, yeah. They they cast uh, actor Paul Dano mm-hmm. as the Riddler, and uh, this 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 goes along with the previous announcements of uh, Jeffrey Wright as Jim Gordon. Yeah. And uh, all of a sudden we have a pretty powerful cast uh, heading into this pre-production phase of The Batman. Yeah. Yeah. Are you pretty stoked?
1: Yeah, I think uh, I was checking just all the casting so far. For the most part, I think. I really like the the actors they chose for it. I mean, uh, especially the guy they chose for the Riddler. He definitely looks the part. Um, and, you know, Zoe Kravitz as, uh, as Catwoman is going to be pretty cool. Yeah, so. I, I, I,
0: I don't necessarily want to be a, like a Jonah Hill hater per se. <laughs> but I think Jonah Hill has a role. Like there's a specific role that is Jonah Hill-esque. Sure, yeah. I don't think the Riddler is that role.
1: Yeah, I agree. Now, I, maybe
0: I'm wrong. Yeah. Mm, but I doubt it. But probably not. But yeah. probably not. And Jonah Hill can come down here and tell me to my face if I am. Yeah. I'm but. in San Diego. I'm at adept. Come on <laughs> over. Come on up. Buy out. a beer. Bring your friends. <laughs> <laughs> in, in, in DC uh, movie news, mm-hmm. uh, via Patty Jenkins' Twitter account, we now know that the new Wonder Woman 1984 trailer is going to debut on December 8th.
1: Oh, yes. How stoked are you for that? I'm pretty hyped, dude. We've been waiting a long time to hear about this movie. Yeah, it feels like this has been going on for a long time. Yeah, like, and we like haven't cast Any production,
0: anything. I mean, I feel like this movie's been in the can for a long time.
1: Yeah, I'm, I mean, we both love the 80s. I think it's going to have some awesome nostalgia, like, cool 80s throwback type things in there. And Wonder Woman on top of that.
0: How yeah. can you go wrong? Yeah. <laughs> Wonder Woman with, uh, I, I hope she has, like, big poofy hair and... and and, and like shoulder, pads. No, no, no shoulder pads no no shoulder pads no shoulder no. pads <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. we don't need those actually
0: unless she's <laughs> tackling somebody no shoulder pads um, <laughs> but yeah keep your eyes out for that December 8th uh, they're going to be unveiling it at a comic convention down in South America yeah so that's pretty cool yeah, they're, they they're going to have the cool first taste down it. there yeah. so that's good news um, let me get let me let me s- this off the cuff okay Roger give me a Titans update how's Titans doing
1: Titans is doing really good. Um, I'm caught up right now, so I'm glad I watched the episode, yeah, uh, Sunday last minute. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's going really good so far. They're kind of they're kind of doing a little bit of flashback, flash forward type stuff. Right, so, on, like, right. So like they on. have like a current storyline, and then you're kind of finding out, you know, this season's baddie's Deathstroke, as they've been advertising everywhere, and you're kind of finding out why Deathstroke has it out for them so badly, and like what the whole. Dark past that Dick's trying to hide is.
0: Is his mother's name Martha too?
1: (laughs) I don't think so. I don't think that's canon. uh,
2: (laughs) Damn it. Okay.
1: There, there, there may be some familial issues going on there. So, looks like possibly on the next episode we're going to find out what Dick did to piss off Slade so badly. (laughs) So it should be pretty fun. But yeah, it's it's definitely it's been pretty cool. Uh, I think it's probably even better than last season. Do you think he put his finger in his Kool Aid? You know, it's possible. <laughs> Jericho does not like that. <laughs> oh, Jericho. You dum-dum. Oh, man.
0: Uh, so before we continue with the news, uh, yeah. I, I think I think we should put a disclaimer out there. All right. Roger and I are kind of doing like a marathon binge session of shows right now. Oh, yes. You know, the next, next week or so for me is going to be kind of a mess. Yeah. So we're going to be here at Deft, and, and the next couple of episodes that you hear after this will be at Deft. Yeah. But that's because they're recorded tonight. Yes, yes. <laughs> so... Um, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to spoil things right away because uh, you're probably going to hear me yelling at the television set yeah, because we are watching uh, the, the World Series Game 2 is on tonight. Yes. Uh, uh, Washington Nationals versus the Houston Astros. Um, I am a national supporter. Yes. So, I, I, you know, if I start yelling curse words randomly, it's probably because <laughs> something bad happened or possibly because something good happened. So fingers crossed on that one. Either way. Yeah, either way. And that's one Game 1. Game 2 is pivotal. If you can, if you can steal two on the road from Houston, you're looking pretty good. Yep. You know, they beat Garrett Cole last night, Justin Verlander tonight. (laughs) We can do a whole baseball podcast later, but let's get back to the comic book stuff.
1: (laughs) All right, Roger. All right.
0: Have you had a chance to watch Batwoman yet? No, I have not. All right. Well, I have. (laughs) All right. For better or for worse. (laughs) Sure. And I I, I wanted to kind of give like a little mini three episode review kind of like a, like a like a let's check in on Batwoman and see how she's doing sure yeah all right so i've i've watched the three first episodes of, of CW's Batwoman starring Ruby Rose as Kate Kane slash Batwoman and so far i don't want to hate the show <laughs> but it it's got some work to do okay sure, yeah um it 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 took three episodes for Kate to stop impersonating Batman and to forge the Batwoman identity
2: uh-huh. which
0: needed to be done sure because her masquerade as Batman was a little annoying
2: yeah
0: um I don't know if I 100% agree that that cape that is proving herself to be worthy of wearing the cowl and the cape
1: yeah
2: um
0: you know it's, it's kind of like she hijacked the bat persona for, for this personal personal mission of mm-hmm. hers uh against Alice who not, this is this is spoilers but they give it away really quickly really easily like yeah. th- that Alice is her her long believed dead sister yeah that's that's not a huge spoiler. Trust me.
1: Yeah, that that's in the comics too. So yeah, well, that's and, early in the comics, I think.
0: Well, it's it's even early in the show because they, they trust me. They botched that if they, they was if they were trying to build that as a mystery, <laughs> they really fucked that up right out of the get go. <laughs> uh, Kate's a smart ca- a character. She's smart, capable, um, but her focus so far in the show has been extremely personal. Okay. And uh, I, I find that to be lacking in a in a Bat character for me. Sure. Um. You know. Uh. You know. it's it, it seems she's there in a bat costume to solve the mystery of Alice and her sister and kind of, like, what happened to her. Mm -hmm. And she doesn't seem to have much interest in aiding the citizens of Gotham
1: (laughs) from all the evil that exists in Gotham. Sure, yeah. Which bugs me. Yeah, that's (laughs) kind of the point of being a bat person,
0: you know? (laughs) Now, I do have to say Mm. that at the conclusion of episode three, once Kate forges the Batwoman identity, perhaps... This is going to change, For her? because it does seem like Kate has become more aware of her responsibilities as Batwoman, and yeah. to to her duty to Gotham City, to to the innocents, to the people. Sure. Um, episode three, her, her she squared off against Tommy Elliot, mm. aka Hush. Ella Hush. But this is apparently like a pre-Hush Tommy Elliot,
2: mm. so he's just like
0: a really. St- naughty, rich kid is like it's like Batwoman was punching Jared Kushner in the face.
2: Yeah.
0: Which, I mean, I'm sure we all want to see Jared Kushner get punched in the face <laughs> by Batwoman. Um, it's not much of a challenge. But, yeah, I mean, you know, <laughs> give me some hush. Come on, man. Wrap yeah. his face. Give him that trench coat.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, so, it looks like she's going to start squaring off against the more traditional Batman rogues gallery and uh-huh. maybe that'll put her in, in the position to actually save some other lives who aren't directly related to her via blood. <laughs> That'd be nice. And uh, speaking of which... <laughs> I also found it interesting. Kate has been obsessed since <clears throat> she was a child. This is the story of the show. Yeah. Obsessed from childhood with uh, the mystery surrounding her sister's apparent death. Yeah. And and resurrection and whatever blah 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 blah. Her mom also dies in this car crash. Yeah. There isn't a boohoo mentioned about her mom, <laughs> which I was like, okay, cool. Maybe her mom was a piece of shit. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I mean, but uh, it's yeah, not really talked about very much, and I thought that was a little odd.
1: Yeah, it is kind of weird. It's it's a little uh, heavy, yeah. heavy-handed foreshadowing, maybe. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I mean,
0: yeah, right. Maybe the mom comes back too. Who knows? Uh, yeah, well, oh, that'd boy. be a nice
1: twist. But uh, you know, I, I, I wanted
0: to kind of keep my hate streak going, but by the end of episode three, I was like, okay, maybe we've turned a corner here. Okay. So I'll, I'll check back in with you guys about Batwoman as, as things kind of pan out. Yeah. And since I'm still a sucker for those CW shows. I should mention that Black Lightning, Arrow, Flash, and Supergirl have all started up again. Yeah. And um, I'm not I'm not 100% caught up on Supergirl. Actually, I'm not caught up on anything. <laughs> but I'm only a little bit behind.
2: Okay, that's, that's fair.
0: Um, one of the more interesting aspects... Everything's racing towards crisis, as, yeah, it as seems we know. Like it. Yeah, uh, But one of the more interesting aspects of, of the race towards crisis has been with Arrow, at least so far. Mm. In that it looks like this entire final season of Arrow is going to be... Uh, prelude to the Crisis episodes. Interesting. And they're, they're doing it in such a way where, like, Oliver is on a mission for the Monitor. He's trying mm-hmm. to retrieve artifacts and, and things like that in, for the upcoming battle.
2: Okay.
1: Uh,
0: but he, so he's, he's, he's dimension hopping. He's going to, to different Earths, different oh, realities.
1: Wow. That's kind of cool. But by
0: doing so, it seems like he's being allowed to kind of do like a farewell tour as well.
2: Yeah.
0: Oh, okay. Uh, to two characters past to par- people who
2: uh,
0: died on the on the on the show in his universe. Yeah. In you know, the first episode, he got to go to an Earth where his mother was still alive. Yeah. And and he got to say goodbye to her, which he didn't get to do when, when yeah. Destro put a giant sword through her chest.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um. So I I, I found that interesting. They're still doing that backdoor pilot thing with the, with the future storyline with with, with Ollie's kid. Yeah. And, and or I actually Ollie's two kids and then uh, Diggle's kids as well and then the potential Canaries storyline.
1: Yeah, did, did they uh, they gave that an a official title, right? Is it going to be I, I Green it, Arrow and the Canaries or I something? think so, yeah. potentially.
0: I mean, we'll see how this shakes out.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I'm curious. I, I know I know a couple of people who don't give a fuck about that storyline in the future, <laughs> but I don't, I don't think it's that bad. Okay. I'm a little curious. And I honestly, I, I still think, I think I might have mentioned to you my, my personal theory is that uh, by the end of Arrow, when that show wraps up, and that, once Crisis is done,
2: yeah. I
0: don't think those characters are in the future anymore. Mm. I think they're in our reality now, or like they're in a, a more modern setting. So like you yeah. can have like the Canaries without having to have like their old timey makeup on and stuff like that. Sure.
1: Yeah, but, I mean, it'd be easier.
0: Yeah, it'd be a lot easier. I'm sure those actresses would appreciate not having to put on <laughs> like, look like you know 60 year old women all the time.
1: That sounds fair. All right.
0: So one more bit of DC news. Yes. I, I feel like we're such a DC-heavy show. I don't know why. Uh, at least this week, yeah. <laughs> I wonder <laughs> if I should mention our project. We, 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 we agreed that uh, we're going to try and read the original Crisis on Infinite Earths miniseries yeah. so that uh, we can kind of compare and contrast when D- when, when CW does their ad- adaptations. Now, yeah. luckily, we have a few weeks to kind of get this under our belts.
1: Yeah, hopefully uh, November, December, we're going to be able to really dive into that a little more. Yeah,
0: I, th- I think... I might set us like a deadline just past when the shows air. Yeah. So that that way we can kind of, you know, you'll get a chance to view them,
2: Mm
0: -hmm. uh, the episodes, hopefully. And then we'll uh, have had a good chance to read the comics, too. (laughs) Sure. So we'll we'll have a crisis-specific episode dedicated to our uh, comic book book reports.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Pre-crisis crisis.
0: All right. So I found something that I was like, oh, I don't know if Roger knows about this. All right. But I want to share it with him. DC Universe... Is letting you pitch them an unscripted show for development. Hmm. This is kind of like a, like a reality show, like a game show kind of thing. Okay. I wanted to make you aware of this because I would like to see Roger pitch DC Universe a show. That'd be fun. And uh, if, for anyone who wants to pitch them a show. Now, granted, <laughs> this is this is it's a you know kind of a reality-based unscripted means it's kind of reality-based, kind of game-based. Okay. You know, you're not pitching a Batman Superman team-up show. Let's right. not get crazy, yeah. <laughs> but head over to dcuunscripted.com. You can get all the rules and the application to fill out, hmm. and submit your rad idea, and get it on DC
1: Universe. That would be interesting. Like DC Jeopardy, DC Wheel of Fortune. And we could do like a like a Where in the World is Carmen Sandiego, but like Booster Gold and time travel. Instead of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, maybe
0: Who Wants to Be Bruce Wayne. <laughs>
1: We have plenty of ideas.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, we'll get there. Yeah, we'll get there. Uh, other bits of exciting news, Roger. Sam Raimi,
1: yes,
0: the man, the myth, the legend, yes. revered on this show by <laughs> by these two particular podcasters. Oh yes. Um, uh, my brother was just on singing his praises for yes, the in the yes. in the Mark versus the Evil Dead episode of the show, <laughs> and uh, it's just been announced Sam Raimi is going to direct a new horror movie. Mm-hmm. How great is this? Sounds pretty awesome. These going to be boomsticks. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> I hope so. He's going to be uh, reteaming with Columbia Pictures on an untitled film written by Mark Swift and Damien Shannon who uh, wrote Friday the 13th the 2009 version. Okay. Oop, somebody dropped something. Uh-oh. Uh oh. Yeah the Friday the 13th the 2009 version the one with, the one with Pat Lucky. From uh, you know, from Supernatural.
1: Oh really? Yeah, I never saw it, so. I wasn't a fan. <laughs> okay, well, I didn't miss much then. Uh, the script is being described
0: as misery meets castaway. Huh. What do you think that means?
1: Uh, I don't know. That's that's a tough one. My
0: thought was, I instantly went to demonically possessed volleyball. Oh, I like that. Wilson with fangs. <laughs>
1: Wilson breaking ankles.
0: Wilson will swallow your soul. <laughs>
1: oh, man. All right.
0: And more news that's, that's near and dear to this podcast's heart. Because I think we were the only one to come on the record and say we actually liked this movie.
2: Yep.
0: Because everyone else decided to fucking hate on it, like a bunch yeah. of jerks. Uh, Venom 2. Everything's moving, it's steamrolling forward. <laughs> Venom 2. Boom. It's happening. Uh, Naomi Harris.
1: Mm.
0: An actress, a famous, a, fe- a well-known actress, actor. actual
1: actress, has been
0: cast as Shriek. Oh, who uh, the hardcore fans might remember. She was introduced in the the, the, the early '90s Maximum Carnage Spider-Man crossover series, oh, which, man. Is where, uh, which is where which uh, is where Venom made his babyface turn. He went from heel to babyface in that crossover because they had to stop Carnage from basically killing everyone ever.
2: Yeah, that's
0: a bit of a problem. <laughs> uh, Shriek is at least in the comic books Shriek was a mutant with sound, manif- sound manipulation abilities yeah. which basically means that uh, she's going to be problematic for Venom yeah. and Carnage potentially because uh, she'll be able to whip out those ultrasonic frequencies that they don't care for very much
1: yeah they're not fans
0: they aren't fans are they <laughs> they're very sensitive little babies huh <laughs> oh
1: man alright maybe, maybe they're just hung over you know uh,
0: loud it's noises a pos- it's a possibility it is a definite possibility. All right, so I I I kind of was reluctant to dive into this. Because it's kind of like gossipy and bitchy, and that's not really our jam.
1: <laughs> no, we're not bitchy. Um
0: but this is a story that doesn't want us to seem to die. And I figured we we could at least like say our our two cents about it. Sure. I mean, why not, right? Yeah. So, another Hollywood icon has come forward to insult Marvel movies. Uh, Francis Ford Coppola has now joined Martin Scorsese in bashing the the ultra-successful comic book films. And uh, Ford Coppola went so far as to say they are, quote, despicable, end quote. (laughs) Uh, James Cameron, I'm sorry, James Cameron. Uh, James Gunn and John Favreau have a a step forward to defend Marvel films. Yeah. uh, Saying that while they respect the opinions of the famed directors, they uh, both greatly disagree. But they also say that those guys can say whatever they want. They've earned that right.
1: Sure, yeah.
0: Uh, and then today I read uh, that Benedict Cumberbatch is now weighed in, along with uh, <laughs> Kevin Smith, Damon Lindelof, and Disney CEO Bob Iger.
2: <laughs> so,
0: like, this just doesn't want to die. Yeah. So yeah. The, the the main crux of this this argument, and I, I, I suspect, I, I kind of sort of feel like the online media is driving this argument.
2: Yeah, most you know, likely. They're,
0: they're going up to these film, famous film directors and, like, Let's, let's, you know, let's, uh, let me uh, ask an incendiary question that will get me a lot of hits on on the, on the, on the, on the onlines.
1: Yeah, clickbait articles everywhere. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. Um, Sure. So, this all started up like a week or two ago when when Scorsese came out and said that he didn't feel like that Marvel movies are cinema.
1: Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's, that's fine. You're entitled to that opinion with, you know, the repertoire you have. But, clearly, there's a bit of a disagreement.
0: <laughs> yeah, it, it, you know, it's one of those things. I mean, I guess it just depends on, like, what level of film snob do you want to be? Sure, yeah. You know, do you want to be... The cinema guy, or are you just like I like fucking movies, dude? Movies yeah. are awesome. I want to see good movies.
1: I just like stories on a screen. Yeah, and
0: you know, it, it's it's this probably just comes as, as a no surprise to anybody who knows me. Yeah. I, th- I think the the person whose uh, statement I agree with the most was was was, uh, was Kevin Smith when he was talking about this. I think he was talking about it to either Variety or Hollywood Reporter. Okay, and he he said, you know. For, for Scorsese and for Coppola, the movies that they have an emotional attachment to
2: mm-hmm.
0: are in the past. They're yep. a long time ago. Yep. The, the movies that Marvel's making are, are movies that people have sentimentality to. Yep. You know, it's a it's a connection to something that's uh, that's now long gone. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I'm, I'm not quoting him directly by saying this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he he mentions that he goes to these Marvel movies and he feels like he's with his dad again. Sure. And I can totally see that. You know, I go to these movies, and I, I I'm a little kid again.
2: Yeah.
0: You know, and it, it's 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 the feeling I got when I watched Star Wars movies mm-hmm. that I don't get from watching Star Wars movies mm-hmm. nowadays.
2: Sure.
0: Now, now don't get me wrong, Star Wars movies are still great.
2: Yeah.
0: But I'm I mentioned it on the show,
2: mm-hmm.
0: I'm not that right. guy who sits in the movie theaters and starts uh, like hooting and hollering and clapping and, and banging and you know and, and, and cheering and all that stuff. I don't do that <laughs> shit.
2: Nah.
0: I sit there and I enjoy the picture and I soak in all the all the feels all the emotion that I can from the movie. Yeah. Avengers Endgame <laughs> was the one time that I can recall where I jumped out of my seat, I clapped, I yelled, I screamed, I lost my fucking mind. Yeah. And if a movie can make you do that, there is nothing wrong with that whatsoever.
2: Yeah? I, I agree. may come
0: out of a Scorsese picture <laughs> with like some kind of like deeper understanding of the human condition. Sure. Which is great. Yeah. I got. I, I welcome that. I love Scorsese. Yeah. I love I love I love Coppola despite Coppola's uh, uh, deluge of bullshit movies that he's released <laughs> over the last X amount of years. Sure. I can't. Remember, sorry, Coppola, but I like, like honestly, like Godfather Three. Seriously, you're you're gonna sit there and judge <laughs> Marvel after Godfather Three?
1: Yeah.
0: I've seen <laughs> Bram Stoker's Dracula. Mm-hmm. I'm not impressed. <laughs> now Scorsese is a different story. I love Scorsese. I feel like sure. Scorsese kind of nails everything. Yeah. But but yeah, I mean. There's a world where everybody can be happy. Yeah. I don't know why these guys don't want to be.
1: Yeah, sure. I I just, you know, I I feel like they have this different regard of what movies are, you know? And sure, like, when they were making movies, movies tended to be a bit different, you know? I mean, yeah, there was definitely, like, popcorn movies back then. But I guess to a different degree, filmmaking was a different beast, you know, Mm. than it is now. And sure, yeah, maybe it's a little more commercial now. Maybe the budgets are crazy insane now. But I think, like you said, it's really the core of it. A lot of just what you feel from the movie. I mean, like, feelings are subjective regardless. You know, you can't be like, oh, you shouldn't feel this way because the movie isn't to that level. You know, it's it's like the same thing, you know, if you feel one emotion as an adult, it's going to be a lot different than how you felt it as a kid, you know? Sure. They're the same emotion. You just know varying extents of it. And I think society has kind of come that way too. We're at this point where... You know, there are movies like, you know, we'll we'll get into uh, eventually The Joker, which, you know, are on a deeper level, maybe. But uh, and then you have movies like the Marvel movies where you're just kind of really going into these fun, nostalgic things that you had from childhood and just living them out as you would have imagined them as a kid. Yeah. And they just really open up this new world to a lot of, you know, not only the nostalgic people that remember it from their childhood, but to a new era of child children <laughs> <Childs>. <laughs> yeah no it's just it's such a cool thing that like you know i can be there with the little guy and be like as excited about iron man as he is you know or just right, you right. know crazy fight scenes like that you know he comes out of there super excited and to just to be able to share something like that and remember what he felt you know because i felt that same thing as a kid reading these comics so i, I think that's where we're at i think so too and and Again, don't get
0: it twisted. Uh, I'm really excited. Uh, uh, it's only a few weeks from now that uh, that Scorsese will have his, his Netflix movie released, uh, oh. The Irishman. Ooh. You know, with, with De Niro and, and, and Joe Pesci and, and basically everybody who's awesome yeah. in it. And I'm excited to watch it. Sure, I really, really yeah. am. Now, granted, I think it's like 18 hours long, but um, <laughs> I'll I'll get through it eventually. Yeah. Yeah. We've done worse. We have done worse, haven't we? <laughs> Yeah, so I I, I keep going on the internet hoping that I don't have to read a new thing about someone chiming in about the Marvel films. It really bothers me. It just kind of bums me out, I suppose.
1: Yeah, it's just. The problem is is that it's just, at this point, it's just inflammatory. Like, whether or not they have that opinion is fine, and they're more than entitled to that opinion. But the fact that it's, like, kind of being pulled out of them just for the sake of making an argument, Mm -hmm. you know, in internet culture, so now we have this. Classic film director versus modern day film director battle, you know, and it's just like, do we need that? No, it's just more more clickbait stuff, you know. Just yeah,
0: I mean, it's almost like if uh, I don't even know if that's a good comparison. I was gonna say like, like what if like Michael Bay picked a fight with Steven Spielberg?
1: But <laughs> 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 well, maybe a uh, old school Steven Spielberg, and you know, but and, I mean that's but, not yeah. fair
0: either because. I mean, to a certain extent, I'm sure Michael Bay's heavily influenced by Steven Spielberg. So it's not yeah, a, that's a, fair. It's not an ap- appropriate comparison necessarily. I suppose you have yeah. to you have to go to a bigger generational gap than yeah. than that. Sure. If, if you want to find that something kind of, of equal status, I, I mean, i I'm not even I don't even want to go down that road. It, yeah. It's just not worth it. I just I just kind of hope the story dies.
1: Yeah, I think at like, this point, just let
0: Marvel be Marvel. Let Star Wars be yeah. Star Wars. And and. Scorsese and Coppola Coppola I don't think makes movies anymore he just lives in his villa in Italy
1: <laughs> yeah I mean it, like at that point just let him be dude yeah I mean just do you do you yeah just drink some expensive wine you know
0: it's not like like Tarantino's tripping over himself to go do a Marvel movie I mean exactly. Tarantino's still doing what Tarantino's doing and like yeah. I, you know with this, this podcast is on the record that fucking Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is fucking great yeah it's so good so
2: I mean, ugh, God. <laughs> Just
0: it, it, I again. Yep. I feel like this is a story being driven by journalists who want clickbait material. You know, sure, like, yeah. I want to do something incendiary, or I want to throw rocks at marble.
1: Yeah, and it sucks that that's kind of the state of uh, a lot of that kind of media these days. Yeah. It's like, what can <laughs> I do to infuriate the most people to get the most clicks? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's and so it's stupid. like we don't need that. No, we don't need that. No, so. No at this point the less people that chime in on it the better I think and at that point we just let it die so.
0: I, should, I should also mention um, since I just since I just referred to the film uh, it's been announced that uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood uh-huh. is getting re-released at the end of this week oh really and they're going to be adding 10 additional minutes of footage huh. that will equal uh, 4 more scenes that apparently are going to book end the movie
1: oh okay so, so like, if uh, you
0: have any chance to check it out you can go back and check it out for the first time
1: yeah I might have to do that I hope it comes down uh, south of the border I'd definitely pick it up that time because I totally missed it the first time and I was bummed out about it I just with a lot of stuff going on in my life <laughs> no 100% yeah yeah
0: yeah uh, you know and it's, it's one of those things too uh, uh, I, you know I, I haven't seen a ton of films this year yeah so this, this may not have the same amount of weight or gravity as, as it might from somebody else but it, mm. um, that might be my favorite movie of the year oh wow um, it might be the one thing that I think is that does, that does top Avengers in game. Oh, wow. Because it, I, that movie just, it just engrosses you. Yeah. I mean, like, you're, you're completely captivated from the movie, the moment that movie starts. And, and Brad Pitt and, and, and Leonardo DiCaprio are at the top of their game. They're mm. fucking phenomenal. You just want to watch them. Just chew the scenery and do yep. their thing, and, and the dialogue—you know—it's it's, Tar- it's it's Tarantino at his best.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. And
0: th- there's something special about a Tarantino film
1: mm.
0: when he's on his game like that. Sure, yeah. And and so I'm 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 excited. I don't know if I'll make it around. I haven't even—I don't get to the theaters much right now, <laughs> uh, so I probably won't catch this re-release. Yeah. Um, but and anyone who does, I urge you to go see it. Uh, hit us up. Let us know what you think. Maybe, yeah. maybe Roger comes back with with a with a. With a recap for us.
1: A re-review. Yeah, the
0: the the, the, uh, the, the two months too late or whatever, yeah, whatever you yeah, want to yeah. call it.
1: It's gonna be two something too late. Yeah. It'd be awesome. I think that's all the stories I have for today, Raj. Very nice. Anything else you want to mention? <clears throat> no, I think we I think we nailed most of the most of the major news that just came out. So. Yeah, it was a
0: lot, we went through it pretty fast.
1: Yeah, it was a good, good and, summary.
0: No, and like it's right, it's pretty rad right now. We get some kick-ass '80s music. Yeah. The sun's going down. Yeah. So we're getting a nice breeze off the bay.
2: Yeah, And like I said,
0: the 80s. The 80s hair metal is alive and in <laughs> depth right now. And I'm fucking loving it. It's amazing.
1: I really hope there's some of this in uh, the Wonder Woman movie. <laughs> <laughs> there's got to be. Yeah.
0: There's got to be a scene with Wonder Woman and Dio.
1: <laughs> That's what I want. That's
0: exactly what I want. That's, I'm calling my shot. <laughs> Wonder Woman meets Dio. Oh, man. <laughs> would kill for that <laughs> oh my goodness well let's, let's wrap this puppy up because we got we got more shows to make today oh yeah it's gonna spoilers be there's more coming <laughs> oh if anyone's out there and you got like a couple free minutes of your time head over to Apple iTunes and give us a five star review write us a nice one I'll read it on the show and give you all the love in the world yes a uh, small podcast like this you know we can get lost in the shuffle because we're small independent we're not we're not backed by variety we're not nope. backed by the Hollywood Reporter nope So we we can get lost in the mix. And those reviews go a long way to helping us stand out in in a crowd of pop culture diarrhea. (laughs) We are the bastion of hope in the pop culture diarrhea sea.
1: We are the Pepto you need. That's right, baby.
0: (laughs) Tums to the extreme. The TomCast podcast. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Hey, follow along with us uh, at TomCast underscore podcast on Twitter, Mm. at the TomCast underscore podcast on Instagram. I'm trying to get better at it. Yeah. I keep doing new things. <laughs> we'll see how people like it.
1: Yeah, let us know,
0: Roger. Did you... Roger, did you have a chance to listen to the the, the Watchman episode?
1: Watchman, watch it. Watch the Watchman. The or... episode that of this this podcast
0: that I did for the episode one. Oh, I don't know. You son of
1: a bitch! I'm cutting all this out. <laughs> <laughs> you mean episode one? I don't know. I don't know which one you're referring to (laughs) I know we've spoken about Mm -hmm. it I don't know well for
0: anyone out there (laughs) if you'd like to go back to episode 46 you can hear me give a review on episode 1 season 1 of Watchmen and it's awesome I can't recommend it highly enough please watch it please listen to that episode Uh, and for that with that I think we're going to wrap up this show for the engaged Roger Smith yes I am Tom thank you so much for listening We'll be back Extremely soon (laughs) Ciao babes
2: Make it so We're not gonna be Fucking sunk this year We're the Stanley Cup Champions